Appreciate it, Stephanie. Uh, Gerard, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. I got uh, got my Chargers depth chart here, so oh, I've already no. already started studying. So go. let me start. Let me start with that. I assume you guys have turned the page, just sort of getting into the Chargers. Absolutely. Uh, so, Absolutely. So what what are you seeing from them offensively that stands out? I mean, look, look, they're talented across the board, right? They have good backs, they have good tight ends, and obviously they have good receivers. You know, they have a lot of different weapons. Um, it's going to take a, a full defensive effort. There's a little bit of Can you guys hear that? That might have been on me for not muting. Keep, let, let, do you, did you want to keep going? Uh, no, I was just saying they have a lot of weapons across the board. Uh, obviously, the quarterback is playing very well. They have a bunch of receivers that can make big plays and also are very dangerous uh, in the intermediate part of the field. Um, they have a good you know, set of backs, and this offensive line is doing a good job protecting. So uh, it's definitely going to take uh, all of us to, to try to slow these guys down. Has the echo rectified itself? Or is yeah, it yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was good. So it was me because I hadn't muted after I asked the question. So okay. I'll just mute after I ask. So, so you're, the linebackers are interesting to me, Gerard, because you actually, it looks to me like you have a lot of numbers just sort of at your inside spot there. So like high is inactive for this last game, but right. like you had, you had guys to turn to, right? I mean, Harvey stepped in there and I know he got knocked out during the game, but right. then you got Jelani. Yeah, yeah. Jamie. You know, Jawan is it? So you have a lot of numbers. Absolutely. So, so I wanted to ask you just as we get into that, Jelani, what what is what does he have going for him? Yeah, you know, he kind of fits the mold of just a versatile player. You know, when you look at guys who, you know, I don't really get into the inside, outside linebacker. They're just linebackers here uh, for the Patriots. And it's been that way for a while. Like it's Hightower and inside backer. I don't know. He's lined up on the line, lined up off the ball. And so the same thing with Tavai. And he did a lot of that in college. I remember studying him uh, in college. He was able to play on the ball and off the ball. And so he was able to set the edge, which you already know we kind of uh, hold in high regard, and also come downhill as an inside backer with some coverage ability. And that that still carries over till today. He's done a great job coming in here uh, and obviously had a background in our defense, right? So it's not, you know, it's not like we're starting from scratch with a guy like Tavai, but uh, he's done a great job coming in here just learning from not only me and the rest of the coaches, but also the other players. To your point about off the ball, on the ball, Kyle Van Noy is valuable, right? Because he absolutely. does both those two. What What are you seeing from him? Yeah, you know, absolutely. You know, I think Kyle's done a, done an excellent job. Uh, I would say this year he's really taken a step forward as far as just his leadership and even, uh, you know, really taking control of the huddle this past game. You know, when Devin got, you know, kind of knocked out of there for a little bit, uh, Kyle actually started to control the defense and he did a good job. You know, he does a good job in the front and he's also another one of those versatile guys that can cover, that can blitz, that can set the edge, you know, play defensive and play off the ball backer. So that's valuable. Anytime you have guys with that wealth of knowledge um, in, in the system. Rod, how, how does that work? Controlling the defense? Like, do you mean just, because I, I always look at like, I thought Jawan would be the one leading the huddle. Am I, am I wrong on that with the green dot? Like explain that to me if yeah. you don't mind. 
Look, you know, Bentley does a lot. You know, he does a lot. I would say all the backers, they do a lot. Hightower, Bentley, they all work uh, together as far as getting the front and getting the coverage uh, right. Now, I will say this, you know, we were a very uh, game plan oriented defense, so we changed schemes. Is it three down? Is it four down? But, you know, anytime you get into a three, four defense, like you have to you have to control the fourth rusher. And so there are, there are definitely different rules, not trying to get too deep. There are different rules, you know, based on the play on who's going and who's not going, who's dropping. And so uh, Bentley definitely does, you know, does that a lot of the times. Uh, but I would also say there's, I mean, you know, the secondary, they also have to have a commander back there as well to make sure everyone's on the same page. And that has been Devin for a while. But we're not, when I talk about like uh, Kyle really stepping up to the plate, he's able to really see it from both sides, right? He can see, he knows how to control the front. And he also understands zone coverage and man-to-man coverage, where his help is, where his leverage is. So he's a, he's a pretty smart player. Next question, Karen Garigian. Hi, Gerard. Hi, Karen. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, I was curious what type of a pain in the butt Austin Eckler is <laughs> for defense. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's one of the he's one of the top backs, in my opinion, in the league. You know, he doesn't get a lot of the hype. I'm not sure why that is. But you talk about a guy that is really the total package, a guy that can run between the tackles, also beat you on the edge with speed and also a good route runner. You know, he, he's able to. Uh, I would say his route tree is more extensive uh, than most running backs. And, you know, he does a good job uh, catching the ball in the backfield. So definitely a problem. Hmm. Are you uh, pleased with the progress the team has made in terms of uh, run stuffing uh, over the weeks? Yeah, I, I would say, you know, we're still a work in progress. I know I, I said this a couple of weeks ago, but we're still a work in progress and we still have a bunch of guys who are still getting used to playing with one another with pads on. You know, it's not like back in the day where you could just go out every single day and padded practices. We we have one padded practice a week and it always looks a little different when you have pads on. But I'm definitely uh, excited uh, about the progress, but really looking forward to, you know, what's to come. And these guys go out there each and every day and work hard on their fundamentals and technique and also just the um, the camaraderie or the bond of knowing where guys are going to be within the scheme. Great. Thank you, Gerard. Thanks, Karen. Next question, Phil Perry. Hey, Gerard, what's up, man? Hey, what's going on, Phil? Not much. There's people just leaning on the horn out here. I don't know if you can hear that. Just <laughs> I can definitely a lot hear. of angry people out there. No sun in the sky. People it's are mad. Man, the seasonal, uh, seasonal, uh, what do they call that? Whatever that is. Seasonal angst. I don't know. You need to take it's, yeah, it's, it's seasonal angst, I think is what it is. Um, I had a question for you a little bit based off of um, part of what I heard Mike asking you when it comes to, you know, Jelani, but really a lot of your linebackers are big guys compared to the rest of the league. You know, like looking at the Chargers, I think, you know, they, they still have Drew Tranquil on, on the roster who's like a converted safety. And it feels like more and more we see those types of players. This has been happening for years now. Why is it that you guys like your guys to be bigger? You know, these 250 pound guys that might not be, you know, defensive, might not have defensive back kind of speed. Uh, but have that size that not a lot of players do? Uh, you know what? 
I've always been around, you know, bigger backers. Um, even when I was here, you look around the room, like Spikes was bigger. And I was a big backer in the league at, at the time as well. Uh, what I would say is like all of these guys have the ability to do multiple things. Now, anytime you put a like converted safety in the box, obviously there's an upgrade, hopefully in coverage, but there's also a downgrade probably in uh, just uh, the awareness in the box. And so that trade-off there, and I would say for us really is very dependent on who we're playing as far as like how many backers we actually have on the field, you know, because we change up so much. Like if we're playing a team that's, you know, you know, that's very small and really not good in the run game, like we may get smaller as well, which we have that ability. And we have, you know, we oftentimes talk about the versatility in the linebacker room, but if you also look at the versatility in the safety room, so it's the same thing, right? So, we have safeties that feel comfortable coming down in the box. Now, is it better than some of the linebackers that we have in the box? Maybe not, but there's also that trade-off. Like we have more speed at the position, right? And we also have a better coverage player at the position. So it's definitely a game plan thing. Uh, I know Bill's always like um, bigger backers. And most of these backers, even though they're, they're larger in size, I would say they all can run. They all can run for the most part. Is there is there anything to – um, you know, we always think about this as a very pass heavy league. Um, do you feel like those types of linebackers, the 250 pound guy, you know, is not being phased out of the league, but do you feel like there's fewer opportunities for those guys when the game has kind of gone the way it has in the past game? You know, to me, all the, the, the scheme things, all that stuff is cyclical to me. Right. And so what happened, what's going to happen is you're going to get all these small backers on the field and then you're going to run into a Derrick Henry type of player or a, a team that lines up in 21 personnel and you don't have anyone on your active roster to even slow it down. And so that's the that's the hard part. That's the balance um, that you have to kind of find at the backer position. An another thing I would say, you know, give me the 250 or 255 pound linebacker who's played linebacker for a while and understands what's going on around him than the 220 pound guy who's been doing it for a year, who's just, he's fast, but he's fast going the wrong way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like give me the guy who runs a four, seven going the right way. than a guy that runs a four, 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 five going the wrong way. The first two steps, they'll get there at the same time. That's, that's all. That's my point. I have, I have one more for you, unless there's somebody else with a question here, but I don't see any hands raised. Um, you mentioned, you know, you, you're going to eventually run into a team that, that has, you know, uh, that uses a fullback 21 personnel or Derrick Henry type. There's not that many teams that use a fullback. It does look like the chargers have a fullback that they use occasionally. How helpful is that to you guys that you are on a team with an offense that uses a fullback? And so you practice against that because I imagine there are some teams that never see it all training camp or, you know, whatever, uh, and then they have to deal with it on a, on a Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely helpful. You know, we have multiple fullbacks on this team. Uh, so it's, it's definitely helpful being able to see uh, those runs. You know, the problem with a fullback, not trying to get too deep in scheme, but they can insert anywhere, which, in you know, in essence creates another hole. And so if you don't see that guy, then you're obviously going to be outnumbered to one side of the formation. And, you know, they have a fullback, but what teams are doing as well, which the Chargers also do is what? They have a tight end in Anderson who lines up at fullback. And so, like, that's where it starts to get 
you know, a little, a little hazy as far as like, what is the picture? And that's why I always like to surround myself, not that I make any personnel decisions, but I like to surround myself with smart players, right? With smart players. They don't, they don't have to be the ultimate athlete, but you need to be smart so you can see the picture and not really get caught up in all the window dressing. Feel free to get deep into scheme anytime. The, the Mannings are doing it now. They got their own TV show. Like, you know, like, right. you know, we start something here every, you know, every time we get to speak with you, we'll stream it live. It'll be a big hit. Perfect. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Thanks.